Hello, my name is Ho Jun Yoon. You are listening to Medicine on the Way. Moonboat rides we would take. The moonlight on the lake. It is December 2013. This is episode number 33, and today's topic is varicose vein. Varicose veins are veins that are dilated and tortuous. About half of those over 50 years of age show some venous reverse flow. Varicose veins are more frequent in women than men, and five times more likely to occur in those over 50 years than those who are less than 29 years of age. Pregnancy increases the risk of developing varicose veins. By 1.5 to three times, other risk factors associated with varicose veins include increased body mass index, positive family history of the disease, and age. In women, the risk of developing varicose veins increased from 43 percent when they are in 50s to 72 percent when they are in 70s. Men, on the other hand, have lower risk rate, but the number increases from 24% to 43%. The venous system is consisted of a deep venous compartment and superficial compartment. There are small perforating veins as well, which connect the deep venous and superficial compartment. The deep compartment acts as a conduit. For 85 to 90 percent of venous return from the leg, leg muscle contractions pump the blood in the veins back to the heart, and this is called the calf muscle pump mechanism, which is necessary to deliver the blood against the gravity. To prevent blood from flowing backwards, or called retrograde flow or reflux, veins have leaflet valves. When the calf muscles contract, the valves of the perforating veins and the superficial veins are closing. This allows blood to flow only in the deep venous compartment. When the valves do not work properly, which is known as valvular incompetence, a retrograde flow or reflux of venous blood occurs. Especially perforating veins between the deep and superficial venous、um, venous compartment play vital roles. Once a reflux occurs through incompetent valves in perforating veins, more blood flows into the superficial compartment. Calf muscles pumping blood into the superficial compartment plus gravitational hydrostatic forces put more pressure. Against the superficial venous system, dilating the vein, the dilation of veins results in another valvular incompetence, which then progresses more venous reflux. Secondary varicosities occur because of the presence of an obstruction in the deep、uh, venous compartment. This is frequently shown with thrombophlebitis, or rarely with neoplasm or fibrosis. 
congenital or acquired atrovenous fistulas or venous malformations are also associated with varicosities, and these are more frequent in young population. Varicose veins linked with heredity. Other related factors include pregnancy, prolonged standing, leg injury, aging, obesity, menopause, and abdominal straining. Symptoms of varicose veins include dullness, aching heaviness, feeling fatigue of the legs after periods of standing. Itchiness from venous stasis dermatitis may develop directly over large varicosities or above the ankle. However, these symptoms do not correlate with the size or number of the varicosities. Extensive varicose veins may be asymptomatic, whereas the symptoms can be dramatically presented with minimal varicosities. On examination, veins are dilated and tortuous. If varicose veins are of long duration, brownish, shiny skin discoloration can be observed near the affected veins. A bruit or a thrill may be a useful sign to indicate an associated atrovenous fistula. Lipodermatosclerosis or shrinking skin above the ankle may be present because the fat underneath the skin becomes hard. To plan treatments for varicose veins, the source of venous reflux that feeds the symptomatic veins has to be identified. So duplex ultrasonography is used to localize the venous reflux. Differentials include arthritis, radiculopathy, and arterial insufficiency that are presented with pain. Occlusive peripheral vascular disease is commonly presented with intermittent claudication or reduced pedal pulses. Imaging of the deep venous system is essential to rule out a congenital mal- malformation or atresia of the deep veins, especially in adolescent patients with varicose veins. There are conservative measures effective for those with mild or asymptomatic varicosities. Elevation of the legs, graduated compression stockings with variable pressure gradients, and intermittent pneumatic uh, compression devices are used for those who want to defer surgery or with mild asymptomatic varicosities. Other non-surgical measures include anti-inflammatory medication such as ibuprofen or aspirin to treat superficial thrombophlebitis and topical gel or therapeutic-grade essential oils. Sclerotherapy is commonly used to treat small varicose veins that are less than 4 mm in diameter. In sclerotherapy, sclerosant is injected into the veins to obliterate and produce permanent fibrosis of the involved veins. Foam sclerotherapy can treat veins greater than 1 mm. A sclerosant is mixed with air or carbon dioxide or oxygen to create foams that and these microbubbles allow maximal contact of the sclerosant to the vein wall, which result in maximal endothelial cell injury and subsequent fibrosis. Complications of sclerotherapy include phlebitis, infection, and tissue necrosis. 
as a minimally invasive surgical treatment, endovenous ablation、uh, with either radio frequency or laser is effective for treating reflux from the greater saphenous vein. Ligation and stripping are older techniques that are not used as frequently as in the past. It has been found that endovenous ablation is more effective in the short term, and at least as effective overall compared to junction ligation and vein stripping. Also, complications such as DVT, nerve injury, and post-operative infections seem to be greater after ligation and stripping. Phlebectomy without correction of reflux has a high rate of recurrent. Varicosities, since the uncorrected reflux dilates adjacent veins. There are some situations in which venous treatment is contraindicated. Venous treatment is contraindicated in a bedridden patient because ambulation is critical to minimize the risk of thrombosis. A history of venous thrombosis or DVT or trauma to the leg until it is evaluated by duplex ultrasound. Pregnancy can be contraindication, especially during the first and second trimester. Treatment is typically delayed because varicosities may revolve spontaneously, six to、uh, one to six months after the birth. However, extremely painful or bleeding varices may be、uh, treated in the last trimester by endovenous ablation techniques. Obesity is relative contraindication because maintaining adequate external compression is difficult. Sclerotherapy is delayed until weight reduction is achieved. Complications of varicose veins include bleeding with even minor trauma and thrombophlebitis. Thrombophlebitis、uh, presents with subacute to acute localized pain and palpable hardness. Thrombophlebitis is self-limiting with a low risk of embolization. It rarely involves the greater saphenous vein and usually precipitated by pregnancy, local trauma. Or prolonged periods of sitting. Varicose veins after surgical correction of venous reflux and excision of varicose veins have good prognosis. The five-year success rate is known to be 85 to 90 percent. Okay, this is it for this episode. Don't forget to subscribe, and I would love to hear your feedbacks on my podcast. My name is Ho Jun Yoon, and this is Medicine on the Way.